to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week, we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration, dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in. guys yes I'm gonna do a real uh, in-person just kind of sharing my heart today episode we are uh, oh my gosh we're like over two months into the COVID-19 pandemic and if I hear social distancing one more time I think I'm gonna lose my mind um (laughs) anyway so um I'm coming to you today I want to talk about something that the Lord has revealed to me in my own life and I know because I operate um, in the spirit of prophecy that many times that whatever the Lord is doing is going to do in the body of Christ, He often will do it in my life um, and then have to talk about it. Um, and He'll do it maybe um, maybe at the same time, but usually before. I'm not trying to act like oh my gosh, five years ago, I had this all figured out and I'm telling y'all, you know, y'all are so far behind me. That's not what I mean, but it could just be a few weeks. It could be a couple months. It could be six months, you know, but, um, so I want to talk about when things get out of alignment in our life. Now I am a girl who goes to the chiropractor, uh, a lot, a lot. Okay. So I go every, every other week and I have been doing that since, uh, let's see, I would say 10 years I've been going to the chiropractor, um, on a regular basis. And there have been times where I would have to go three times in one week because I was so bad out of alignment. Um, and then maybe I'd go twice a week and then we'd back off and then I'd try to go three weeks or four weeks. And then I would start having problems again. And so I finally realized that if I would go every two weeks, it, may, it mostly would keep uh, my spine in, in an alignment that was comfortable for me. Not perfect, but I could manage that. And so at the same time that I'm doing uh, chiropractic care, I'm also having to do massage therapy. And I know for a lot of people, they think massage therapy is just like, oh, um, a luxury. And it must be nice. You know, I've had people say things like that to me. And I'm like, you have, you have no idea the significant amount of pain that I'm in um, and one of the things that helps me is massage therapy so um, I have a couple of uh, messed up disc in my neck and it was from working at a desk and having bad posture a few years ago Um, and so I've had I've been in neck pain for about seven years before that I had tremendous pain in my lower back and my hips Um, but what led up to this was, I'm going to start, you know, kind of a little bit further back to show you the point I'm trying to make. Um, I was jogging when I was, ah, gosh, it's about 12 years ago. I was like, you know what? I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start jogging. And I was losing weight, but I was finding that I was becoming every day a little more debilitated. I'm a little bit more in pain. Um, I couldn't barely stand up straight. Um, I was in so much pain, but I would just keep doing it like an idiot I would just keep running every day desperate to lose weight and I wasn't even really big honestly 
Um, and so I would run two or three miles a day. And finally, my husband got so sick of me complaining about being in pain and being hunched over and not being able to stand up straight. He said, I'm taking you to the chiropractor. And I had been one of those people my whole life that had been terrified of chiropractors. I don't know if you can relate, but you heard, hear all these horror stories. My parents were like, I'm going to ever go to a chiropractor, <laughs> you know? And so I thought they were just like evil and they were going to hurt me or something. Well, I go and the the doctor I go to is like, oh, your hips are way out of alignment. That's why everything is hurting. And you're, you know, these muscles are overcompensating and it's twisting you around. And I mean, basically my body was twisting itself around. And so, um, you know, it's just been, um, I've learned so much by going to, uh, a doctor who specializes in spine health and, um, and he's taught me, you know, how to keep things aligned and how to keep things, um, you know, relaxed muscle wise and, and by using massage therapists to help, you know, accompany what he does. And so most of the time I am at a, um, much lower pain level than I was for a long time. But what I didn't realize is that it was coming from misalignment in my body. And so that was an indicator to me. The pain should have been an indicator that something was wrong. Something was out of alignment. Um, and I, I think that that is such a spiritual truth that we are uncovering right now in the middle of this crisis is that, uh, you can hear the birds chirping where I'm at, <laughs> um, is that we are realizing because uh, many things have been removed from our lives, all of the extracurricular activities that a lot of us were doing um, have been removed. And so what we're left with is just kind of the spine of our life. <laughs> if, you, if that's a good way to put it, I don't even really know, but just kind of the bare bones of our life. I mean, what what's left? After everything has been removed, that wasn't really an essential part of your life. You're left with, with the bones of your life. And you can see where things maybe weren't, weren't in alignment. And so what, one of the things that's interesting about, um, because I do work out a lot. And I lift weights and I do, um, and I have kind of backed off because I don't have a gym right now. But um, it's harder to work out. But. One of the worst things you can do is work out really hard on a spine or a body that's not in alignment. So let's just say that, um, so one time my uh, spine was about 17 degrees out of alignment. So it was causing me to kind of like I was leaned over to one side. Um, so just imagine that. Now I wasn't working out because I was significantly in a lot of pain in that season of my life. But most, most people are, are out of alignment in their spine. They don't realize it. And so what you don't want to do is if you are, you know, in a significant amount of um, misalignment in your spine, you don't want to go lift weights, real heavy weights on that. You don't want to go um, do like, you know, put 50 pounds or 100 pounds uh, on your shoulders and do squats or, or do like um, burpees with a messed up spine, which I have done and actually threw my hips out of alignment really bad one time from that. Um, you know, you don't want to do a bench press when the middle of your back is really bad out of alignment because what it does is it just puts more strain on that area and that area is already weakened and the muscles are tight. And sometimes you'll, you'll end up ripping things, you'll rip tendons or muscles 
and hurt yourself really bad, cause a lot of injury. So anytime, and this is just like, I'm, I'm making a parallel to the spiritual. I think what we have been doing spiritually is the same thing I was doing with my physical body. We have been lifting extremely heavy weights spiritually on a misaligned spine. So what do I mean by that? And, and I think this is going to make a lot more sense as we progress through um, this time today. Um, I have some friends in my life, and there are a lot of prophetic people who were, were releasing a word at the beginning of this pandemic, and they were saying that God was about to, and I'm just going to use my own words, because it's not exactly what they said, but it's the, the in the spirit of what they were saying. God was going to realign some things, especially, especially in the home. Um, that families were going to come back together uh, and that husbands and wives and marriages were going to be strengthened and along those kind of lines that things had had moved far away from what God wanted and he was going to realign some things now I wasn't 100% feeling that way I, I was caught up in, and you can hear this in my last episode where I talk about that this is like, in my opinion, the end of days and the end of time. And so I've been doing a lot of study. I've kind of backed off, but at that time I was doing a lot of study on, um, you know, like Daniel and Zechariah and Revelation and, and looking at uh, looking at the words of Jesus in Matthew 24 and um, just, just kind of correlating all those scriptures together and seeing where we were on the timeline. I mean, I was getting caught up in it, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, but I'm just saying that has kind of lifted off of me. I feel pretty comfortable with where I believe we are. And, and by the way, no one really knows that 100%. We just do our best to know um, and to be aware, which I think is what the Lord wants us to, to do, is to be aware and to study and to know, but not to be so fixated on that you can't even live your life, right? So when people are releasing these words, um, and these are people that I know, some of them personally, and trust them. And I thought, well, okay, well, that must be a word from the Lord. I don't feel that just yet, but doesn't mean it's not true, right? So, but as I have rocked along, some things in my life have drastically changed um, since COVID-19. And I look, since it started, I look back and I see that this, what my friends were releasing and some of these prophetic voices were saying about the realignment of the home is exactly what's happened in my life. Um, what I didn't realize is that my spiritual spine was out of alignment and God wanted to give me an adjustment, a chiropractic adjustment. And by the way, uh, if you've ever had a really good chiropractor, they don't hurt. They actually feel really good. Um, more of what you're scared of is that moment leading up to the, the fact that, you know, you're, you're about to get your neck snapped or whatever in a good way, but there's the tension and then there's the resistance. And I think we've, we've had a lot of that. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people have struggled with the outbursts of the flesh and getting frustrated and getting, having anxiety and dealing with depression. I think those were all kind of like our resistance to what the Lord was doing because we know we know yes I totally believe the enemy sent this awful disease but we also know that God allowed it and God had a plan and there was a reason that God said I'm going to allow this to happen it's going to shake the earth um and it's going to shake everything that can be shaken and and we needed to be shaken we needed to be wake awo um, awakened 
to what God is saying and what he's doing. And so one of the things I really feel strongly now looking back and even forward into what the Lord wants to do is I feel that he is realigning the family unit. And so having said that, um, I'm in a season myself of I'm not doing, um, I mean, there's, let's just be honest. God has, everything has been shut down as far as speaking in churches and things like that. And, um, I wasn't doing a whole, whole lot of that anyway, right now in this season. Um, it had slowed down some, but I believe that was the Lord. Um, I'm still writing and I'm still, you know, releasing the podcast. I'm still, um, releasing music, but I've really drastically stopped doing a lot of outside ministry. And what the Lord has instructed me to do was to focus on my family. And um, I've got to be honest, that, that's that been a struggle for me. Uh, and I think some women will hear this and totally understand where I'm coming from. And some women will hear that and might like judge me and maybe think I'm a horrible, awful woman. Um, but let me just let me just say, you know, we're all personality wise totally different. And I have a um, a personality that's very goal driven. So I really, really like to accomplish things. Um, I like to be successful. I'm I'm not relationships don't come as easy to me as projects. And most women are not like that. Most women I think are more relational and then projects are kind of like, oh well if I have time I'll get to that project. So I'm having to learn how to kind of reverse that because I believe um, that Jesus was never about projects. He was always about relationships. And I think that's a godly quality. I'm not saying that there aren't seasons in your life that you do, you do have some things in the works that God is telling you to do. I've written books before and I know that those are seasons of um, you really kind of have to put some priority to that if you're going to finish it. Uh, but right now, I feel like we're in a season of relationships, not only with our Father, God in heaven, but our families. And um, I just felt so convicted that I needed to lay down some things um, or or just, you know, kind of put them further down on the list of priorities in my life and focus on um, my marriage and um, just my family in general. And so I feel like that's the realignment and and what has been happening and what God has been showing me is he's been putting the the picture of the Garden of Eden in my mind. Um, I mean, literally every day I keep seeing a man and a woman in the garden naked and only the Lord is with them. And I feel like what what he's saying to me is this is... And was, still is, my plan. This is what it's all about. It's about the family unit in the earth. We've gotten so far away from that. It was about a man and a woman being intimately connected and becoming one before God. And from that union, they created life. And they had a job to do together. Now think about this. I'm not going to read you Genesis 2 and 3. If you want to go back and read that, you absolutely should um, and read it with fresh eyes. But what really stands out to me is that God speaks to Adam and he gives him a job. He gives him a job. He names all the animals and everything. 
but then he gives him the job to tend the garden. God creates the garden. He puts man in there. And then he says, you know, it's not good that you're alone. I'm going to bring you a helper to tend this garden. Because apparently Adam couldn't do it alone. There was, there was something in Adam that needed Eve. And so he creates Eve, you know, from, from Adam's rib and breathes into her and she becomes um, flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone. And, and God says it, it's good. Like he creates them and he says it's good. It's very good. And I think that God is bringing back, bringing into um, full maturity, I guess. I believe he's bringing everything back into that intention of, um, what is this I'm trying to say? This picture of the garden. Because I, I believe that that's what he wanted. I mean, that's how it started. And I believe that's how it's going to end. Um, but of course, the new Adam is going to be Jesus, and we're going to be the bride of Christ, and we're going to be in the garden. But listen to this. This is Genesis 2:24. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. So I think it's interesting because... He spends all this time, and this is Genesis chapter 2, y'all. This is the beginning of the Bible. And so he's talking about, you know, how, how Adam and Eve were created and all that. And then he's, he's talking about how Eve came out of Adam. And then he just says, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Now, why did he even say that? He wasn't even talking about marriage. This is like fast forward, you know, way into the future. I mean... Because at that point, Adam and Eve had no parents. So why would Adam need to leave his mother and father? So it's almost like he was establishing this idea and this foundational truth of marriage that that a man and a woman become one flesh. That's how God sees them. And, and that's super important to understand. Because what I believe has happened, you've got so many people... Uh, misunderstanding what marriage really is. And one of the things, like I've said earlier, that God is wanting to do is for us to really understand what marriage is. Why, why is it so important that we understand what marriage is? Because I believe that from the family unit, from marriage becomes, you know, the family unit, the family unit, I believe, is what God built his kingdom on. See, we've been trying to build, ooh, we've been trying to build platforms. We've been trying to build programs in the church to build God's kingdom. But what God instituted in the very beginning to build and establish his kingdom on the earth was the family unit. That's why it's so important that we get back to true um, marriage, what it really should look like. Uh, allowing the spirit to partner with us in our families to raise our children in a godly home. Stop thinking that just taking your kids to church is going to fix everything and make them a Christian. No, the way you and your spouse live at home is going to be what sets up your children to walk in faithfulness to the Lord and to know Him. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one 
flesh. So um, I'm in this season right now, and, and I've had such revelation about this. And I have wept before the Lord, wept before my husband. And if you know anything about me, you know that I'm super transparent. Man, these birds are chirping it up out here, y'all. I feel kind of like, like um, Sleeping Beauty where, you know, where, <laughs> or is it? No, 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 no. It's Snow White where she sings to the birds or I don't know, whatever. I'm feeling like, I'm just like outside with all these animals. Anyway, side note. I believe that, you know, God has convicted me so strongly about this and I've wept before my husband, wept before the Lord, um, asking for forgiveness because I have let other things distract me just like Eve did in the garden when she took her eyes off of what she should have been doing, to be honest with you, which was her and her husband doing this thing together. And let me say, and I'm going to be careful because I, I want to paint the right picture here, um, she took her eyes off and got distracted by the serpent pointing out to her the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? And she she was like, I'm going to go do my own thing. Mm, I'm going to go do my own thing over here and not really stay in sync with my husband. Man, this is so powerful to me right now, y'all. Such a revelation and such conviction in this for my own life. I'm going to go do my own thing. Get distracted by this over here because it's a really good thing. It's so spiritual. It feels so right. But she should have been with her husband. They were one flesh. Right? And I'm not saying at all that that we can't have ministries apart from our spouse or we can't be doing anything apart from our spouse. No, I'm not saying at all. What matters is the agreement between the two. Like if your spouse is not in agreement with what you're doing, you should stop doing it. Please hear me out on this. It is it is not going to end well for you if you become stubborn and stiff-necked and try to stand up to your spouse and tell them how wrong they are and, and you have no humility in that. That is not the way of the Lord. I'm telling you, I've learned this the hard way, guys. And and girls, probably mostly girls I'm listening to, um, I have I have my own ministry. But but it falls, um, priority wise, it falls way down on the scale, uh, in terms of my commitment to my spouse, it has to come first. It has to come first. See, your service to God does not equate to your ministry. Okay, what if God is saying, really, all that I'm asking you to do in this season right now is to be a good mama to those children I've given you. Or, or I just need you to be a support for your spouse, and maybe that means you have to you have to work too. Maybe he works, and you're having to work too because it's just not enough. And you're both he feels that you know you need to work too, and you feel like yeah, I think you're right. You're in agreement. Okay, maybe that's the case. That's you know you're supporting. You're doing. It. You're one flesh. See where we've been going wrong, and this is what God's bringing into alignment is we have tried to separate ourselves from our spouses and do our own thing and call that ministry or call that the, you know, the calling of God on my life. I have done it. I'm sitting here telling you that this whole topic I'm, I'm speaking about today and teaching you about came from my own life. And one of the things I know I will do till the day I die is be transparent before people and tell them, man, I'm going to show you all my flaws. I'm going to show you all the things I've done wrong and I'm still probably doing wrong 
because I've got to point people to Christ so that they can have fruit, right? And one of the things that God is saying right now is to turn our hearts back to our spouses and our families. Um, I know it feels good to have a ministry or to have some kind of platform or have some kind of calling to walk out and you feel like you're doing something so amazing for the Lord. You know, you're, you're reaching souls. Man, I can so relate to this. You're speaking, you're teaching, you're writing, or whatever it is you're doing. Maybe maybe it's not that. Maybe you're a teacher, and I don't know what it is. Like in a public school, who knows? I don't know what God's called you to do, and it feels so good. And you would maybe even sometimes say that's a higher calling than just being a good wife or being a good mother. But in God's eyes, it's not. And I really believe that if we put those other things that should be further down on the list ahead or above the commitment to love our spouse and to be their helper, um, I don't th- I don't know that God's going to honor those other things um, because I don't know that they were done with the right motive, maybe, or they just were out of alignment. And so we have to do... We have to be in obedience. And this is, you know, Genesis chapter 2. This is one of the very first commands almost that God gives. And it's about the family. It's about the family. It's not about our ministries. It's not about, you know, um, careers and success and trying to get ahead in the world and making more money. It's about the family. This is what he wanted. This is his original intention. And I believe he's going to bring it all back to full maturity in the end of a man and a woman in a garden and it's going to be Christ his bride and the father walking with us in perfection and uh we just we we've got to get back to this y'all and um we need to surrender to the lord in this and and really just pray that god gets a hold of our hearts and i'm saying you know that it doesn't matter what you and your spouse decide to do as long as you're doing it and you're in agreement because I know some women who they have full-time ministries and their spouse is like 100% in agreement. Man, okay, that's that's the that's the garden that God has given you both to tend to. And that's okay, man. That's okay. I'm I'm not saying that it this is one of those awful situations where only the man is the minister and the woman she just makes casseroles all day and goes to the prayer meeting. I'm not trying to say that women don't have a place at all. All I'm saying is if you want the Lord to bless you and your husband, you have to be in agreement about what you're doing. Okay. One of you can't be jealous or angry. Um, One of you can't be uh, getting to do things they want to do and the other one's not. You both have to have this total unity and agreement and and of course being led by the Lord is what I'm saying I mean you can't just do anything expect God to bless it I'm just saying um you know both of you yielded to the spirit and whatever that might look like in that season you know for me and my husband it has meant different things there have been seasons where I worked um in a bank and my husband was able to pastor um you know on staff at a church um most of the seasons have looked like him working full time and me working maybe part time. Um, sometimes I have had to work full time too while he was working full time. Right now, it looks like him, um, because of just financial reasons, 
um, he's had to take jobs that he's never ever home. He's always out of town. And so I have decided to spend more time with him. Actually, right now, that's where I'm at. I'm actually out of town with him in our travel trailer and making this podcast. (laughs) You know, but that's what this season calls for. What's most important right now in this moment is that me and my husband are one and that I am with him as much as possible because that was the original design of the father. Not for my husband to be working out of town and me never be with him and me having my own life and doing my own thing. So God's never called married people to live separate, complete separate lives. So um, that is some strong stuff, y'all. You know, this is strong. And uh, God just wants to bring everything into alignment in our lives. And why? Why does it matter? Because there's a kingdom agenda. Once things get into alignment, now let me finish the whole alignment, you know, chiropractor story. So once I got into alignment, guess what I was able to do? I was able to lift more weight. What does that mean spiritually? God's able to put more on you, you, to call you into more ministry or to call you into things that you like that seem more fruitful if you're a project kind of girl like I am. Um, but he can't do that if things are out of alignment. So he's concerned with getting the things back the way they're supposed to. And then, oh, okay, now things are in alignment. I'm going to start, you know, making you more fruitful, you know, like just like a tree. Um, when the branch, you know, when the branches are strong and the root system is in place and the thing is aligned, uh, it can support more fruit. It can support more weight. But God's not going to put more weight on you when you can't even handle just a little bit that's on you, right? Oh, yeah. So um, there there you go. I may have some people be like, I'm never listening to her again. Um, but I hope not. I hope that, you know, I, some of these words might set you free in some areas. And I'm just going to say dig into your relationships, with your with relationship with your spouse, and love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. Be blessed, guys. So thanks for listening today. I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I just wanted to tell you that I'm starting something new on my ministry page, um, which you can find on Facebook if you just look up Shanna Strange Ministries. You will find me, and you should go and just follow my page, like it, or whatever. And um, on Tuesdays at 9 a.m., I'm starting something called Coffee and a Chat. So that's just going to be a time where I can get together with you. I really, you know, it's on my heart. I really want to know the people. I want to connect with the people that are um, part of my ministry family. I feel like I throw these things out here, but I don't really know anybody. And so I want you to get to know me as a person. I am a real person. And then I want to get to know you as well. So that's just going to be a time where we can come together. I'm not going to get super teachy. I really just want to chat. So yeah, get your coffee and show up at Tuesday, 9 a.m. on my Facebook page. See you guys soon.